Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. This is always human. The house when unexpected guests come to play. Mm. Unexpected guests or expected late guests? They're expected to be late and hence they're unexpectedly normal. Sorry? There's a man on my left gesticulating at the iPod going, Is that on? Oh, is that what that means? Is it on? Are we on? He wants to know. Better I be gesticulating than masturbating. We don't. He's always someone that's got to go too far, JP, isn't there? Always. Yeah. There are things that you just can't mention because if you do, then we get sort of down a path that we don't want to be going and so we Absolutely. don't want to be going there. Yeah. And that, I mean that a serious note. Do but, I go uh, to the naughty corner now? No, you don't go to the no. naughty corner because we haven't started the show. Oh, good. That's right. That would be show. 106 of Radio Hotlap, that light-hardest ad hasted. light hasted hasted I haven't had that I haven't had that I am. Oh, g'day viewers. G'day viewers. Welcome to Radio Hotlap, episode 106. We've been to lunch, and it's... <laughs> we haven't been to lunch. Marty might have been to lunch. That's uh, the light-hearted, tongue-twisting podcast that takes a look at... Local and international motorsport, cool emerging technologies and gadgets. And can you believe it? We are supercars Australia have acknowledged us as a media outlet. And hence we get media passes from here on and yay, we're going to Bahrain, they're taking us. <laughs> All we've got to do is get the uh, transport, yeah. G'day JP, how are you mate? I'm very well, thank you Johnny, how are you? Uh, excellent, after quite a nice Good. lunch. And our guest tonight... Well, not always, I guess, but more of our a regular who's the, you know, turned the corner of the axiom, they say, of uh, platforms, Ashley Dean Draper. <laughs> Mr. ADD. How are we? Well, well, I don't know how are we, Dean. Well, in the in the spirit of um, young Colin Firth in the film Mamma Mia, where he kept saying... Anyway, oh, Rust, where's Rust? Where's Rust? It's the dog Where right? he kept saying, I'm spontaneous, right? Right. I'm gesticulating. Right. Okay, tonight. So you're gesticulating, gesticulating and you're spontaneously combusting. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a pure blonde and... Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. What are you drinking, John? Oh, I'm drinking a pure blonde also, JP. Well, there you a go. A rare moment that And you I know would... what I'm drinking? A the pure blonde also. Brock. Because I bought some other beer and left it on the doorstep so that I wouldn't have to worry about it on the way here tonight. There was and a song the like that, who owns the place forgot to pick it up and put it in the uh, fridge. No, not at all. I was out busy doing business appointments, much like yourself, and you thrust it upon me to hide in the bushes in, in a, such bushes. a safe area <laughs> well, it was of safe. Australia, such as Norwood, of, uh, in South Australia. Put, put beers in the, in the bushes. Okay. With you didn't want people walking past and seeing them on the doorstep and going, oh, oh look, Probably better beer. the beer be in the bushes than you in the bushes, because that really um, would have raised some eyebrows. Now, we've already given you... A, did we give him a little reprimand up front about keeping this whole thing 
on the straight and narrow, or we're going to have to go back to banning. Non-smutty. Exactly. It's all in the eye of the beholder, dear. <laughs> well, I'll give him what? that since they're viewers. Yeah, absolutely. But don't do it again. Yes, possible. Now, um, uh, thank you. Well, now, where would you like to start, JP? You got something for us? Uh, well, yeah, I've got. A, uh, I, I thought we'd start with a bit of Formula One news. Okay. Because uh, Pedro de la Rosa, the um, test driver and uh, number three at McLaren, however you want to describe him, has um, slammed the ban on testing. Because he reckons that as far as um, test drivers or number threes are concerned, um, they're not getting enough uh, practice driving, they're not doing enough miles in the car, and basically as soon as um, the last round of testing in Barcelona happens before Melbourne, um, the, the regular test drivers for any of the teams will, will not get any more car time. And uh, he said, well, if you get drafted in two-thirds of the way through the uh, through the season and you haven't had that car time and you're not used to what's going on and how the car's changed which it inevitably <coughs> excuse me inevitably will through the season um, you could be a danger to both yourself and other people uh, in the event that's quite true JP however having said that um, you have to remember that the decisions made by the FIA for the Formula One circus is in the interest of cost containment and uh, companies that uh, at like McLaren who have vast resources all have also have the opportunity to utilize private test tracks of their own under their own where no one knows anything about it to test cars it's just a case of you can't test on the public or you know the the, the circuits well, the that, are, that are publicly available like yeah. like Ferrari has its own Foriano that to do uh, testing so you know, I, I think that, that that that's a valid bitch. But it's but a bit of sour grapes as well. Well, I, I mean, he, look, as, as, as a race car driver, I, I hear what he's saying. Yeah. You'd want to do, you'd want to, you want to be testing. All race car drivers, they want to have their bums in the car driving. So, but there are ways around that, not just simulators, but you'll be, you'll be fine with that. They won't be just going here, here, do a race here in April and then here, just hop in the car in September when we expect right. you to be the same. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But nevertheless, it's a, it's a valid point, but it's also a bit of a. We've, mm, we've also know. seen that in V8 supercars in Australia, where last year, for example, uh, they let Marcus Zikanovic, uh drive Rick Kelly's car on the Friday in uh, free practice yep. because they were already paired for Enduros to give him a bit of a bit of seat time probably for them to have a very quick understanding about what the difference in their positionings were to getting in and out of the car whether it would make it easy quick so that yep. they would know down Setting the track the bars and all that stuff and so there's uh there's a precedence there i think set to to help you know make it go forward so anyway that's my th that's my thinking on it okay sounds fair so what have you got we've got any what you're on a roll come on Oh, well, all right. Well, I mean, well, we might as well stick to Formula One then, mightn't we? Because um, talking about lacking, uh, lack of testing and everything else, the uh, the last test at Jerez, which was uh, on the weekend just gone, or Monday just gone, um, was all stuffed up by the rain. Um, and, you know, this, that, again, we come back to this ban on uh, sandstorms testing. a few weeks ago there in Bahrain. That's right. 
and now um, wet weather in Jerez. So, so what you're saying, it's really, it's all about global change, isn't it? Well, it is a bit. Is this the global change episode, 106? Well, it could be. It could well be. Apparently the rain was unrelenting throughout the day. That's a good word. Well yeah. read. Unrelenting, yeah. And Timo Glock topped the timesheets. <laughs> Mind you, he was 11 seconds down on Sebastian Vettel's uh, best for Red Bull on the Sunday. But uh, Another Sebastian. There's more Sebastians. <laughs> there is. And we know we all attacks. love Sebastian. So it's the Global Warming and Sebastian show. The sausage has not been introduced properly tonight. And have a look at it over there. What do you think, gentlemen? After three weeks of injections, we have... A sausage back again that's back to the original form of sniffing and jumping. Rusty well, Sausage, go. good evening. She's quiet tonight too, so far. Because she's that bloke looking hasn't walked for rats. Back yet, though. She's looking up at the sky. Definitely looking up at the sky. Yes, so. good point. Good point. <laughs> good point indeed, also. good point. Well... Are you done with the F1 shit? Yeah, I was, well, I was just going to say, well, I mean, if you wanted me to carry on. Yeah, well, please carry on. Uh, carry Nico on. Rosberg just... racked up 114 laps, rain or no rain, and finished third quickest in well, the unofficial Was there rain or not? Sorry? Was yeah, there was rain. Why did they say no rain, rain or no rain? Well, regardless option? of whether there was rain or there wasn't rain, he did Ash? 114 laps. Um, not sure. So where was the testing trip? Jerez. So, Spain. So it was rain in Spain? That's it with was. an H. And, and it stayed mainly on the plane. Exactly. Yep. Well, so there you go. did anyone get off? Or were they caught in immigration? No, I think they caught in immigration. And um, used there were extra tires. testing. <laughs> Drug testing. Uh, okay. Come on. What? Are you, are you no, done F1? I'm done F1 for now. Well, we might come uh, back to it later. He said, slamming the table. As predicted. As predicted. Earlier on in the world of Radio Hotlap. In fact, late last year, but we couldn't say too much about it. But we did talk on the fact that Nissan was going to uh, bring out a GT1 race car uh, to run in the Le Mans series. And uh, there were two uh, companies which were narrowed down to be the suppliers of the engineering resource to Nissan in a partnership arrangement. And that was uh, Chris Niarkos's uh, CR Scuderia. Yes. Chris, a top bloke, um, and uh, Gigawave, Gigawave Motors, Gigawave Digital, none other yes. than running out of little Simonson last year in the uh, GT1 FIA program with the Aston Martin. But um, the winner is Ta-da. Gigawave. Gigawave. Gigawave has won the contract to be able to develop the R35 for GT1 racing. Uh, and they will be doing it over a four-race four event in the Le Mans series, but will not be entering as a competition candidate. In right. other words, they can go there without all the pressure of having to race. But still do real-world testing. And do real... exactly. And they're quite sneaky by doing this. And I'll read you, because I will read you, the official statement that they say... It's not like you the reason. No, 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 no. But, but to say that... that that, uh, that they will, this is the quote, they will be using their cars, quote, to check the performance of cars to be sold to racing teams in the FIA GT1 class. Now, did a Japanese guy write that or what? Yeah. 
So um, the drivers so far are Michael Crum, who is already a contractor to Nismo in JGT, and Darren Turner from Darren Turner from Gigawave. Now that's not actually totally accurate. Darren Turner, the only time that Darren Turner has spent any time in a Gigawave car was at Spa as a reserve driver and didn't do any driving at all. In fact, never drove the car during the race. For him to still be awarded third position on the podium um, uh, because he was an ent entrant in, yeah. in the car. But, but, but deeper down than that, in the last week, Darren Turner, who is a, a very good steer and partnered our good friend David Brabham oh, to right. the win in GT1 last year at Le Mans, is a, a much-loved person within the Aston Martin family um, and, uh, and program. So my thinking is uh -oh. that Darren Turner's been asked was was wanted like by Gigawave to come along and do this or or perhaps that Aston Martin said no no look why don't you take our, 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 um, our Darren Turner and what we'll do is we'll gift you the Le Mans entry because in the last week that also has appeared that right. Gigawave has been gifted a Le Mans 24-hour entry for the Jetty 1 class for their Aston Martin of which the category they won Aston Martin won last yes. year but are not running this year so one would think then that that's a little bit of a handover and the Nissan project will eventually become a Nismo Gigawave Pro Drive project to develop a GT2 car because of the demise of the GT1 category so and coming in as GT1 bit under the radar that's my thinking and I've got more to tell about that but what do you think JP Oh, Johnny, you're getting very uh, skullduggery afoot almost. Heavy duty planning. Well, that's, uh, there you go. Interesting stuff. Well, what do you think? I think it could. Uh, you could be on the right track there. I mean, in fact, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what unfolds over the next little while. It's it will be, be interesting, viewers. It will be interesting to unfold what is to uh, unfold because next week at the uh, Paul Ricard High HTTT High Tech Test Track, yes. owned by none other than Bernie, who may have had to give the, the go kart track section to his wife. <laughs> I'll be uh, trying to get back together again. Well, well, he because, is. Because the go kart apparently. track doesn't have a connection onto the main circuit, oh. and she's not happy because there's the 19th. Yeah. She wants to go to the 19th. Mm, she right, might, but, Bacardi. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, Perhaps a Campari. Yeah, Campari. But whatever it is, it'll Campari end in an eye. They like tall drinks down there. They do. There's uh, 29 cars going to be turning up for the test this weekend, and uh, a few of them have, um, have decided they want to do night tests. Uh, looking down in GT2, uh, Virgo is back there with their 430. In fact, a 2009 spec 430. So we've got JMB, Virgo, JMW, Hankook which is Team, Felt, Team Farnbarsha, the same wow. team that, uh, that Alan drove for last year in the yeah. LMS, um, uh, have uh, hooked up with Hankook, hooked with Hankook, Hankook a tyre manufacturer, so yes. they're going away from the tradition there, but uh, no doubt they will throw a bit at them, so uh, Al may end up probably uh, Ooh, doing some races with them in LMS, uh, if that all comes off. 
And uh, you know, the Aston Martin Vantage is going to make its debut there in GT2, although it was previously under the hands of. Um, uh, oh, what, uh, what, James Watt Automotive, but it did JWA, but it never turned a wheel in anger, so something must have gone wrong there from the engineering point of view because it's now ended under Drayson. So, a night test, well, let's not see anything. And um, <laughs> another couple of other, yeah, there's a, basically there are, uh, there's only one Porsche being tested there, 996, 997 uh, GT3 RSR. Um, Sorry, three. And uh, looking up the top, interesting, Aston Martin will be bringing their new Lola Aston Martin LMP1 cars. Um, alongside uh, Orica, uh, Matmut with their Courage, and um, Stracker Racing, the company that Alan drove for at the Brit Car 24 hour year, last year, yes. will be uh, running a Janetta Zytec. So that'll be interesting to sort of see what's going on. So. Um, it's clearly uh, a case that the uh, petrol cars are trying to take on the diesels because there are no diesels testing there. They're feeling pretty, pretty confident. And we look at the uh, Le Mans 24-hour list. There were 55. Uh, there were 55 successful entries. Jeez. Some were, um, you know, uh, pre-qualified. But this week, the uh, they were explained who was going to get the extra, extra spots. We are now having no less than nine diesel race cars um, there for the 2005, uh, and uh, I think there's a there's a really uh, a lot of interesting stuff. It's going to be a great year and very smelly at Le Mans. <laughs> and but more on that later. JP, back Lots to you because I've got more to talk to you about Aston Martin because it's not within the sports car show, but there's a lot of interesting stuff going. There on. is, there is, there is. Well, interestingly. David Reynolds, young David Reynolds, remember him from last year? Yep, DR. Yep, driving driving for uh, Tony D'Alberto in the Fujitsu series, and uh, he's uh, he's got himself the one of well one of the very last seats uh, in V8 supercars, in the new uh, Walkinshaw Bundaberg Rum car. We talked about that last week. We did. Well, why are you bringing it up again? Because <laughs> I forgot we talked about it last week. Well, that's fair. And now, uh, the viewers, man, you, you, you can accept that JP's like, hey, mate, a screw up and okay. hasn't researched. And I've come, I've come, I've come, you know, I've come, I've come clean. Come clean, lad, so. I've come clean. You're right, we did talk you about it. You got any fresh stuff I've for gone. us, lad? Yeah, or I'll find some fresh, fresh stuff. Right. Retirement village first on no. the left. Yeah, yeah. Have you got yeah. a little bit of something for us, Ashley? Come on. Well, what's yeah. been going on? Oh, okay, hang on. Oh, 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 it, 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 it's turn My beer's run out anyway. No, 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 not necessarily. It's, it's a I little bit of motor racing today. For us, uh, well, yes, I do have a little bit of motor racing. Um, oh. Notice I start talking and it, it doesn't matter. Um, do you want another beer or not? No. Do you want another beer or not? Do you want another beer? What do you say that on show? We don't drink beers. Be gone with you. Okay. Ashley, go. Um... Okay, first some localised news. Uh, news. Finally, Adelaide has some rain. Yay! After months and months and months of a drought. So, that's very good. Um, yes, it is good, Ash. It is good. Now, number two. I, I was watching a, a, a breakfast show this morning on local television. And uh, I yeah, came across... A, I do. And I came across a little um, sports report with uh, um, Craig Lowndes and Jamie Wincup. 
in their new Vodafone FG Falcon, I, I think it would be called. A nugget of interest to you. Uh, uh, exactly. And said sports reporter, well, I haven't actually said, no, I probably won't, but he decided to take um, uh, said Falcon FG for a little test drive around the uh, around the television car park. <laughs> Did he smash? <laughs> he nearly, well, he went over the curb twice, and oh. he's, he nearly hit a couple of cars, and he just could not master it. And who was said sports? Uh, okay, evidently, okay, uh, yeah, Mark Beretta. Okay, evidently. <laughs> okay, evidently, these uh, vehicles must be quite difficult to drive at um, low speed. They're a very difficult car to get off the line. The clutch is extremely iffy, on or off. It, it doesn't have a lot of soft transition, sort of as you would know from your road car. So, it's it's a difficult combination for for the unexperienced uh, to be able to launch. Okay. Um, and, and launch is in fine, but you just can't launch a car out of a car park. So mm, mm. your answer is yes. Is yes. Okay. okay. Thank you. No, I, I, well, look, I defer, yes. look, I defer to the motorsport gurus here, obviously. <laughs> now, look, I am, um, my, my kitchen talents are well known, but I do have a, re- a recipe here for dynamite couscous salad, Wait, which we'll we, leave we, till we later. We do food later. Which Very good. I'm glad. I'm glad you've got decided that. Now, uh, I, I take I'll over. pass you, back you, to John. Yes. Oh, oh, he's good, isn't he? I'll pass back. I'll pass. I never I'll pass, pass anything back. back. JP, would you like? Could you like that? Could you pass the salt, please? <laughs> could you pass the salt? Yeah. yeah. I'll pass you yes. the chips. I'm past it. Yeah. You yeah, have. Where is it? I don't know. It's gone. It's a bit of a windy old night out here yes, in. We've had rain today. Terrible weather for Clipsal is predicted. Uh, terrible, no, terrible. No, Snowing. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've had rain today. First, first rain in Adelaide since when? Do you remember? Oh, it's got to be November. Yeah. First, mm. well, I think we've had a little yeah. bit of a sprinkling we here and there, but a couple of little nothing bits here to and there, talk but about. Serious so. for a long, but we long certainly time. haven't had as much rain as uh, Townsville's had, and uh, I see that they're now throwing extra resources. <coughs> Uh, in the uh, Get Ready for Townsville um, 400. Um, Leighton Contractors, who are apparently the, the, the guys looking after the project, uh, reckon they're throwing extra staff, extra resources. Oh, just and, as um, landfill, they're just chucking them in. They like, and just cementing them in. Come on, <laughs> there's the mound. Cheaper than getting the truck in. But, 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 the boys are going to earn plenty of overtime because it says. Well, because they'll be lying down there <laughs> until the race is over. Increasing the size of the workforce, extending work hours, and accelerating the bu- building of the internal pit area once the roof's in place. Now, I like that bit, once the roof's in place. At the moment, all they've got is piling for the pit building that was completed ahead of schedule before the rains came and then <laughs> they haven't even got the cement slab down until the weather permits so they will be accelerating well, the they're, building they're good, the they're good with building. slabs up there aren't they, they are absolutely that's why they can't spill beer now let's go back to aston martin while it's on everybody's uh, fingertips uh or eyelids or whatever but uh, it's important that uh, i and, and i will and I don't need any retribution from you, JP, about me <laughs> quoting. But it is a, it is it, it is a, it is important that I do quote. But you do actually read from a piece of paper for a change. Know, some stuff. But it, because it's a quote, <laughs> right? And, and okay. I have no. I'm not yeah. shamelessly not not uh, Shh, not boy. saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Carry on, David John. Richards. Yes. The, the man Ed who Honcho. gets up in the morning with all that money, but yep. still can't shave properly. <laughs> 
um, from ProDrive, the Subaru Rally team, and uh, Ford Performance Racing, and Aston Martin, and, other things, yes. and all sorts of things, and wanted to do F1. Has had some very significant people over to have a bit of a chat to him, and in fact, look at his whole operation about this new LMP1 project, the yes. Lola Aston Martin project that is going to take uh, take Audi and Peugeot by the horns and try to win Le Mans this year. And it's a very, very serious effort. I mean, you have to, really, when we think about it, 50 years of asthma, the, the, you, yes. this, this is very really, important. really to be wanting to win, you're right. So um, our good friends from Daily Sports Car went along to uh, ha have, have a look at dailysportscar.com for a very reasonable £35 a year. You'll be fine and enjoy all the little intricacies of dailysportscar.com. Thanks, uh, guys. Check. Um, anyway, um, uh, one reporter said, so, what of the new car? How much of a step forward is it? David replied, it's effectively an Aston Martin. Last year was really a shakedown for several of the required items, elements. It was a very major step from GT1 to LMP1. We learned a lot, found some snags, sorry Russ, and found out exactly what what where what what and where required attention and redesign. Effectively taking responsibility for the car, and this is important, effectively taking responsibility for the car, building up something from new from a basic Lola chassis. Mm -hmm. Effectively we've turned an ugly, an ugly duckling into a swan. He goes on to say the reality is that unless the engine and the car is identified as an Aston Martin, then it becomes rather less relevant to the brand. I would express it like this. We have a standard Lola customer chassis and we bring a huge amount of development to that package both through our work we are doing in-house and through exclusive supplier arrangements we have with both major component suppliers as Extract for our gearbox and Coney for the dampers. So. They ask, what's the car to be called? We'll be announcing that later, but we are looking for an appropriate number that falls into the historical sequence. There is, of course, the Lola type number that applies to the homologated car, but I am sure that as far as the public concerned, it will be known by the Aston Martin name from here on in. Oh, was there any concern, the reporter asked, or issue entered? issue that it was not entered as an Alola Aston Martin. Oh, that's purely technical. You can see the level of work that is going into the car here. It's damn as near an Aston Martin in all but the tub. Wow. Well, Lola decided to set out a press release today to set the record straight. <laughs> oh dear. And I think it's a... So David Reynolds is a good embroiderer. Is that what you're trying David to say? David Reynolds. David Richards is a good embroiderer. David Reynolds? <laughs> no, is, he a, is, he, is he a good embroiderer? So, so he hasn't been hired by Wilkinshaw. He's, he's been hired. I, I now, now I get it. So what's happening <laughs> is, the, is the ProDrive race suits are being shipped off to one of oh, Wilkinshaw's China operations. David Ashley, Reynolds is going up there to I'm do the wrong logo. Well, you tell me just to shut up and get you. Yes. David Richards is an embroiderer. Is this true? Lola, statement, 2nd of March. Lola would like to set the record straight with Aston Martin. 
following a number of inaccurate and misleading quotes given by the Aston Martin chairman David Richards regarding the supply of lower LMP1 chassis to Aston Martin Racing for this year's Le Mans 24 hour and the Le Mans series program, Lola has decided to set the record straight. The Lola Aston Martin is a Lola designed and built car. It is not a radical redesign as stated by Aston Martin. Aston Martin has undertaken some body styling cues that have required some CFD work to try to reinstate the Lola aero performance and minor bespoke mechanical changes to accommodate the styling changes. Lola has spent over two and a half years in research and development of the state-of-the-art the state-of-the-art car costing millions of pounds. Aston Martin contracted Lola in December 08 to buy our cars because they knew as the result of their 08 performance that we had the leading LMP1 customer car and that was Charu's system mm-hmm. and Aston Martin didn't have the time to develop the car. When Aston first mooted re-homologation of the Lola car and was given the cost of their contribution to the development negotiations broke down. It's now, it is completely inappropriate that Aston Martin should now to attempt to achieve ownership through misrepresentation with the media. Lola's binding contract with Aston Martin is for two cars of the nomen, two cars, the nomenclature of which under the contract must remain as Lola Aston Martin. Well, you haven't heard the end of that. No, absolutely not. So, um, that's, uh, Interesting. Yes, I but thought I thought, and that's fun in sports car land because really sports car land is if people like V8 supercars, they're just going to love sports cars. I mean, yeah. they, I don't think people really know what sports cars are. No, they they are just ultra ultra cool things, and that's all quite fascinating in a lot of ways because if you if you boil it all down, I mean, tell me who Aston Martin didn't actually realise it was the 50th anniversary until. The end of 2008. Well, I or think is that, that just because of all the management changes and everything. Right, else I think there top. were a few too many cognacs drunk that night before that was written. So mm, I don't know. Right, now, right. Now, I know Sam Smith, the PR guy uh, from Lola, and uh, I don't think that he's had anything to do with it other than he would have to go. All right, cross, you're giving me a piece of shit today. I'll have to sort with that, sort that out. He will. But I wonder if he got a bonus for writing such a short, sharp, and shiny. Um, well, there's also Press an interesting release. response on Daily Sports Car for uh, saying that not uh, not arguing the point either way, other than saying, look, our, our point is to break the news, but but very um, sort of they they jabbing in a way to sort of try to provoke further uh, information. Now, um, are we ready to move on to tech, or are we done tech. with? Because uh, there's a bit of tech today. I've got a bit of tech. There is a bit of tech. I've got a bit of tech. Why don't you start the ball rolling with tech, John? No, no, we need to talk about Casey Stoner's really uh, great result at uh, oh. testing at um, the um, at Qatar circuit and uh, on top. And no winches have been so far, so that's really good news. Let's hope his uh, MotoGP uh, program is on track, mate. Uh, yeah, Casey uh, Stoner was followed uh, within the same second by... Um, Rossi, uh, Colin Edwards, and um, uh, Andrea Zelchoyhnyayhnyot. <laughs> yeah, him. And Christopher Mueller was behind with Lewis Caparossi, George Dolenzo, Alex DeAngelis, Nicky Hayden, Danny Pedroza, Randy DePunio, Tony Elias, Yaka Hengangang, Chong Cheng, can I have another piece of sake, and a few other blokes. Anyway, not to be rude about them. Okay. Absolutely. Tick time. Tick time. Tick time.
Tech time, tech time. Uh, okay. Tech time. Okay. Start the ball rolling, rolling, Jonathan. Oh, talk, talk, tech. You got to do a tech time thing. Uh, welcome to tech time. No, I asked you that. Yeah. Da 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 da. All right. Okay. All right. Kaching, who's on? Oh, whoever goes first. No, no, ashes, no, ashes, to ashes. No, well, ash. I've got one. All right, I'll go. I'll go first then. So apparently, the old BlackBerry Bold or the new BlackBerry Bold has been withdrawn from sale in Japan after barely two weeks, following complaints it was overheating. So it's uh, cold this time of year. Well, yeah, but I reckon that 30 customers have complained of overheating on the product. Uh, specifically <laughs> around How many people live in fucking Japan? Keyboard during recharging. Sorry. Given that they'd only sold 4,000, that's about 1% of the user base, which is enough for RIM to go, uh-oh, better uh, pull it from sale and investigate the issue. But pre preliminary reports apparently suggest it's not related to the battery, and it notes that none of the devices have harmed any customers or caught fire in their pockets or anywhere else. I'm getting a bit of a history about you so, know, MacBooks and Sony batteries a few years back. Yes, yeah. there was plenty of that ash. Well, perhaps they were in the JB Hi-Fi group because <laughs> they've just been caught selling used phones, phones. as yes, new. Yes, So uh, as JP is looking at me going, I hate that when you steal my story off me. <laughs> no, I haven't got that one. But I just thought everybody had heard about it. Yes, no, JB Hi-Fi has been... Anyway, I'm not explaining myself. And they're, they're very, very naughty. But the, the ACC can't do anything about them. And they can what about make the ACCC? Yeah, ACC... A cube. <laughs> AC Shut up, JP. <laughs> and uh, you're annoying me, yeah? Don't, don't look at how much time we've got left. You've got how much time I've got. Not sure the left. Australian got one you. show left. I'm not sure the Australian Cancer Council is all that interested in in uh, you know secondhand phones. But uh, naughty, aren't they? They are. So Very look naughty. forward to seeing that was in some Sydney, though. Pass it was a Sydney Katara in the northern uh, uh, the echelon echelon of the central coast. That's right. it. Why on way Qatar? No, south of Newcastle, Katara. Well. I'm no good on my geography in New South Wales. I went up you there know that. when I was in a band once because there was a good Katara player. Oh. God. You mean you were banned once? <laughs> More than once. <laughs> okay, switch back. Okay. Well, do you know? Tech for you. There was a lot of um, a lot of news. Well, how long ago was it? Probably about three or four months, wasn't it? That um, Yahoo was fending off Microsoft saying, well, you know, we don't want you to buy us. Um, apparently, Yahoo have just now published the figures um, and they've revealed the financial cost of its attempts to fend off Microsoft and they reckon it was 79 million US. Apparently, they've had to release a filing to the US Securities and Exchange Commission and um, the money was apparently spent on outside advisors related to Microsoft's proposals to acquire all or part of the company. Other strategic alternatives, including the Google agreement, the proxy contest, and related litigation defense costs. That's a lot of litigation defense. So apparently Microsoft's still keen on the deal though, and Steve Ballmer has said that a relationship could still be important to both parties given the competition offered by Google. Well, you you do so. Why do you read so much? Like, can't you can't you turn it into like? And see, Palmer said, "Well, well hey, you just you just read all yes, that other I, stuff." Yes, but I thought that was a quote. I qualified it as a quote. Is it a pick on day today? No, but I'm sick of your reading. 
Oh, fine. <laughs> Sorry. See, viewers, I can't win. If I don't do anything like this, I haven't done any research and I get canned. I bring stuff like this along because I think it's interesting and viewers want to hear it. But they do. And then I still get canned. No, 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 you're not getting canned. But you have I to write the, write the notes down on a single sheet of paper. So you got your little points. It's just me being bitchy as usual. No, exactly. No, well, you just carry on being bitchy, Johnny. What have you got? Well, Jennifer, Rory and Phoebe have got a problem. They don't like their dad much. They did. They like their mum. And uh, uh, she's been really good. Yep. Good old Melinda's been looking after those three. But dad, Bill, hates them. He's gone, you cannot have an iPhone or an iPod. Is that right? Are you that at, at this father has gone along and, and how, said that's it. How old are the kids? They are um, uh, 12, 9 and 6. And, and they won't. And in, in fact, they have a bin in the front of their office for anybody who comes in to chuck iPods in. Because they go, look, you throw it in there because they're evil. That's right. And now, we we're wanna, not we talking... We want to take them back to the factory and rip them apart and see how they work. We're not talking about a sect <laughs> from the south where a tornado may come through. We're talking about Bill Gates and his family. When you said... But worse than that... Oh, yeah. It's worse. I think that's just a bit of a media hype. But yes, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen... Bill Gates won't let his children have an iPod or an iPhone. And that is really, really silly when you think... Because he knows he makes shit stuff. <laughs> well, he wouldn't want to get <laughs> rid of that. Brown that's, 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 maybe maybe he just has the bin there for the iPhones, you know, when the battery expires because you can't replace but, the no, but, but, but isn't the but, but isn't that, pre isn't that pretty odd? But the iPhones haven't had... I mean, he could, buy, he could buy every iPod in the world. But, I mean, don't you think it's a little bit... You know, from an open-minded point of view, doesn't this just show once again the lack of lack of open architecture of Microsoft's thinking? Because of <laughs> Bill won't let his children use mainstream stuff. Well, <laughs> Steve Ballmer, I got to get up and walk around the, the, kid, the kid He's from... banned his children from iPods, iPhones, and what's worse, yeah. Google. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but what he has done in return yes. is bought more than 51% of the shares of Ashley and Martin. Oh. <laughs> that was bad. I thought Shane Warne had all those shares anyway. You're not meant to say bad. You're meant to like you work with me on this. Like, if you were a co-presenter, co you'd be going, <laughs> I saw a bloke down the road looking like Steve Ballmer. But... Oh. Can you imagine the crap that Bill Gates' kids will get at school when they arrive with their brown zooms? I don't think so. And the so. other kids go, <laughs> they go, right, they go e what do you got for me? What do you got for me? You got a for me? What for me? Um, I don't think Ah, uh, well. I Ash, think there'd be, I think there'd be a bit like of a You're looking like you want to say something. No, 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 no. I, Come on, I, we're I, on tech, and you're good at tech. I'm just, hoping, I'm just hoping we could get past one show without the whole anti-Gates, anti-Microsoft, anti-Windows. Anti-Gay. Verbal diatribe, but we can't. The Eddie Gay. Okay, speaking of Steve Jobs, where is he? He's having he's a little holiday. In is he? the, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's on the island of Necker with Richard Branson. Actually. There you go. Okay, well, my little piece of tech talk. Um, Rob the other day. My little piece of tech talk is actually from November last year. 
So I would uh, think, yeah, okay, thank you. Yeah, Trust the directions. Your voice. Okay, from November last year. And it does have some very interesting implications. Okay, I won't read the whole article, like John. But have you I'll got um, that slower printer? Oh, I do actually, yeah, it's a Windows well, printer. I mean, um, I like when you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll read this quote out to you. The premise is that a key holds some kind of secret that lets you unlock something. But it's a very funny secret. It's a secret that can easily be seen, the professor said. Okay, let me explain. Researchers from the US have managed to develop a software algorithm which is able to make a real key based on its image, regardless of the angle at which the key was photographed or the distance. Shit, I'm going into the burglary business. Scientists I've been good all my life. It's got me nowhere. Scientists I'm going for a life of crime now. Okay. Scientists named their project Sneaky, funnily enough. Sneaky. Very good. And its initial goal is to alarm people randomly placing their keys in the open or showing pictures of their keys online. Or... Okay. Okay. Have a Together picture with there, the students, a professor Savage and no, <laughs> surf the internet for free. Three key photos. No, for free images of keys. Free key photos. Okay. Thank you. The key. Okay. <laughs> the team gathered a collection of thousands of images found on various photo sharing sites. All the pictures were clear enough to make copies of keys. And here's the really interesting bit. The software algorithm is so good, it's also able to replicate keys using images taken by a cell phone camera. Right, okay, well that's right. dangerous bit. So, um, so you leave yeah, keys yeah. laying on the bar, someone the bar. takes a photo of them with the phone, yeah, and, follows and you home, knows where you live, yeah, and away you, know, you go. You yeah. go off to work, and they've nicked everything. Or, or, I mean, you've put the keys down, let's say the car keys next down to the mobile phone, whatever, yeah. yeah. So you're driving an Aston Martin or maybe a Lexus or maybe, you know, so a venerable old Forester, you know, and a somebody venerable. takes an image of the, <laughs> okay, someone takes an image of your keys yep. and bang, away they go. Okay, There's it takes, sorry, so let me finish. That's not that's my glass. There was a huge, <laughs> a, a huge blow of wind came and knocked the glass of wine all, all over, over JP. JP. <laughs> what a, a classic episode! Live on Radio Hotlap, viewers. JP, <laughs> where's the red wine? Look, they can see it. And the papers are flying off. The whole show's gone to pot. Has anyone got a joint? <laughs> Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Okay, Ash. So, so I'll just keep going, you know, yeah, you sheer that. professionalism. Okay. <laughs> okay, in order to demonstrate the abilities of the software, a scientist placed a camera with a zoom on a distance of 60 metres away from a key. In the first attempt, the software was able to make an 80% accurate copy of the key. Try and bring motorsport into it somewhere. Give a reference. From the like picture, we just did, but you weren't listening. No, no, I wasn't listening. Okay. okay, in just three tries, which takes about five minutes, scientists managed to open every lock. Well, I think okay, that that's has pretty good. All right, mate, I'm, I'm, reckon, I'm, I'm good on that. I mean, yeah, well, that's, 
Seems it doesn't bother you because you've got a venerable old Forester. Well, well, I tell you, I tell, that, that, that makes no point. High-powered, no high-value vehicles. Camera? Well, this is about to be the hero shot. Quite dedicated yeah. gas well, falcons. Your leg with just, a bit of red yeah, wine. leg with red wine. Oh, shut up, Google has uh, inadvertently, or perhaps advertently, put uh, one of the top secret British nuclear bases on the map. And um, it's... Uh, the British military have worked themselves into a lava over the high resolution images on Google, um, located in Fastlane on the River Clyde in Scotland. Now, do you know that? Oh, yeah, Japan? that's where the submarines come in and out. Oh, am I good or am I Can you do a little bit of a song there? Oh, mate, I'm going to hand that over to you because you know a bit about Fastlane. I mean, yeah, life well, in the Fastlane. Yeah, it's the home of Britain's nuclear defence force, where all the nuclear subs come from. So apparently originally it was blurred on Google Earth, but when they've uh, done a revamp with some new satellite imagery, <laughs> it's not blurred anymore. So I think there'd be a few um, countries of the world, although, you know, the, the threat from uh, the Soviets is probably not quite as drastic as it used to be. But uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of uh, terrorists and people very happy to have uh, copied all those um, Google Maps. Well, JP, thanks for coming tonight. Ash, appreciate oh, you coming in for now. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, right. Bloody yeah, red wine everywhere. It's Canadian time. You got anything else to say? Well, I was going to talk about that iPhone-controlled car, oh, which right. is a cross between the show and the tech. Quite true. You uh, are on. There's a um, okay. There's a, a phone, an iPhone car that's been developed by Rinspy in Switzerland. Uh, that's going to preview at the uh, Geneva Motor Show next weekend, or oh, next week rather, and um, it basically it's called an eye change. The car's called an eye change, um, and yeah, you just control the whole thing by using your iPhone. You you put your iPhone in the cradle, and it um, clips into a holder on the dashboard, and a green, once it's connected, a green start button appears on the iPhone, so you use the iPhone to start the car, and then you use the iPhone for all the other control functions, switching on and off the lights, blah blah blah. Is that, do you steer it with the mouse? Like no, the you don't screen. steer it with the mouse. You've still got That'd a traditional steering ordinary. wheel. But uh, they're, they're, they're trying to revolutionise the way that people think about cars, and it's all based around that whole thing. Um, the vehicle's space never changes but the aerodynamics and fuel consumption are tied to how many passengers you've got normally but this eye change is like a pod shape as a single seater but at the push of a button at the rear the roof pops up to provide room for extra two passengers and so it goes and so it goes but there are other innovations it's an all-electric car lithium-ion batteries and uh, away you go look so We've had enough of that. It's time to go out to dinner. Where should we go? Anyone got any ideas? I have a sensational idea. We should go to the Fortuna Chinese restaurant here on the parade where a splendid meal is to be had. Ooh, Absolutely, as usual. How good are those pancakes? They are yeah, tremendous. They are tremendous The pancakes. sizzling beef with ginger and shallots. Yes, they are. A delight to behold. The it duck! Is. More yet. surprising than you would have expected. Yes, viewers, Ashley wasn't sure about the duck because he's not a duck person, but he had it last time we went there and he was impressed. Yes, I was. Yeah. And then there was the chang wang chung chang yang. And, um, and that was nice too. I still have my <laughs> recipe for the couscous salad, but we will put it on the website. 
the dynamite like couscous salad. The dynamite. Like he's got dynamite. Sorry, the killer couscous salad. Oh, you said dynamite before. Looks like we'll have to take the AWOL off uh, or the band off. Is what? I just want to let the viewers know that you're off to NZ, so we won't be doing a show next week. No, there'll be no show and next week, viewers, but then the following week, stand by, because it's Clipsal Week, and Mark Fogarty, the auto-action editor-at-large, will be staying here with us all week, and we'll and be having humorous moments in the evening, around the, the st- around the teppanyaki table, telling you stories over wine, from the inside zone. That's right. <laughs> I certainly hope it's and better than this one. Well, you bought you that bought shit it, box Ashley. wine. <laughs> well, I didn't know. <laughs> I it told says, you it was shit. Bawang. Can you say that? See you, you later, viewers. Oh, by the way, viewers, one last thing. Just in case you're interested in that new Eric Banner movie about his car, The Beast, it's released on March 12th in the, the Beast's cinema. Beast's released. I heard it uh, as I drove in tonight. There you go. Good night, Ashley. Good night, Jonathan. Good night, JP. <laughs> Good night, Ash. Good night, Rusty Sausage. Good night, John Boy. Good night, viewers. Good night, Elizabeth. Shut up. <laughs>